What's up, y'all? This your boy Cortez, aka Gangsterville. I wanted to do a podcast on relationships, bonds. I felt doing it because 2020, 2020 vision, you know, trying to help people think clear than what's going on. I had a reflective moment thinking about how people are more true to false relationships than they are to the ones that matter to them the most. Um, An example would be, say, for politics. Um, People are more faithful to the Democratic Party, to the Republican Party, than they are to the country that the parties are supposed to support. (laughs) You look at uh, religion and people are more... um, more into the relationship between, you know, their former religion, Christianity, uh, Muslim, uh, you know, uh, Jewish, whatever former religion that you're a part of, you feel like that's the only way instead of just congratulating and being happy that a person has chosen a spiritual path and is excelling individually on a spiritual level better than they were before that first and foremost should matter more than anything we see it a lot with sports and that's the main one that i want to talk about today is sports um people take sports a lot more serious than they should you can say the same for politics religion a lot of things but i want to say sports in particular because i feel like it's the least that's based off of anything you know at least with religion, it's based off of something, some form of substance, which we can get into later on. Um, politics is based off of the government, how the government's run, you know, so it's kind of important. But sports are just based off of a game, and people manipulate or dictate relationships solely based off of sports. I'm going to give you two examples, um, positive and a negative one. Um, I'll start with the negative. I had an individual who was a Gator fan. And of course, me, graduate of Florida State, diehard Florida State fan, you know. Um, had an uncle that played for him, had an aunt that cheerleader for him. Um, just, just all about Florida State my whole life. Well, I had an individual who, you know, should have been close to. Went to high school with him four years straight. Hell, even played with him on the football team four years straight. And, you know, based off of some comments that was made during Florida's not-so-good time of the year, the guy kind of, you know, unfriended me and just said pretty much that he didn't want to have any more talks with me. And honestly, I haven't talked with him since. There's nothing that I cry afraid of, you know. I never, whatever decision you make, if that's the one that you want to live with and make you happy no matter what it is, and I don't care, do it. But I... It is funny that, you know, you would cut someone off. You would cut a relationship off, a friendship, a bond. You would cut all of that off just from what a person says about your team. And then you you flip side, you look at me. um, I'll take my first incident. My first incident, shout out to Big Ron, you know, Kodak. Way back when we was kids in Phoenix. I ain't talking about Phoenix, Arizona. I'm talking about Phoenix Apartments. And this is back in the days when Phoenix Apartments was worse than the city, Phoenix, in Arizona. But anyway, it was 1996. Never forget that. Um, Florida's, I 
think their first championship year. Early that year or early that season, we had beaten them. And I was confident in my team. I was a young jit in elementary school at the time. And my dog, Ron, he put up his jersey. You know, it was like your Florida win, you can burn my jersey. And I put my hat up, my first Florida State hat I ever on. Put it up, and I'm like, we lose, you can burn my hat. Well, we lost. Me being a man of my word, I gave my hat and sat right in my living room and watched my hat burn through the screen door. I could smell the smoke from the living room. <laughs> and, you know, it was a down moment, and it's sports, and you're upset and everything, but the next day, we was out playing throw-up tackle, you know what I mean? And had it gone the other way, then it would have been the same thing, because the bond, the friendship is way much more important than a team or a symbol or a game, you know what I mean? Um, another thing, I had a couple of friends of mine that actually played for Florida. I want to say this is, what, 2004, maybe no, 2005. This had to be 2005. Tebow, you know, big Tebow's in town. And they came to Tallahassee, and this is, um, we threw a party that night. And we lost, you know. Not only did we lose, I want to say Tebow had a field day. And, you know, it was hard wrecking and losing. I remember my friend Donald, he just locked himself in the room, and he takes it a little serious, but it's not too serious, you know what I mean? Um, but me and the rest of our friends up there, it's like, you know, I had friends of mine on the team that came to my party and chilled at the time of my life. I celebrated for it. I was happy for him, you know what I mean? Because my bond with my friends outweighs a bond to an institution. You know what I mean? I might be a diehard Florida State fan, but if you my homeboy and you strapping up in Gator gear, then I want to see you succeed to the fullest. I want to see the team succeed because you're on that team and I have a bond with you. Um, That's how I look at things. You know what I mean? Um, That's how everybody should look at things. That's positivism at its finest. Um, but everybody doesn't see it that way, which is sad um, because that creates turmoil that is supposed to be non-existent, um, which could create other turmoil in your life, you know. Um, but there's a lot of people like that that just can't separate or divide, you know. I mean, I could sit down and watch a game and, yeah, forget the Gators and your team suck, yada, 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 and all of this. And then afterwards, we can have a cup of coffee and chill and and be brothers afterwards because at the end of the day, it's nothing but a game, and that's all what it should be, you know? But everybody doesn't see it that way. Um, About these bonds, man, uh, when you bond with someone, it has to be rooted a lot of them are rooted from personality types. You know, this person matches my personality type. But at the end of the day, the most important thing is to be there for someone. A lot of people say they'll ride for you. I'll ride for you, dog. I'll ride for you, cuz. Bro, ham, I'll ride for you, though. But they don't even understand what it means to ride for somebody. If you riding for somebody, then that means if I need you, you're there. If you need me, I'm there. I'm going to ride. I'm going to fly. I'm going to get on a boat. I'm going to do whatever it takes to be there. 
And that's the epitome of friendship right there, to be there, you know. All of my childhood friends, we experienced, what we experienced is what brought us together. Um, like I said, growing up in Phoenix, man, shit, so at some points it was almost like a third world country, man. <laughs> you got abandoned apartment complexes in the back or townhomes or whatever. We didn't have tree houses. We used to break into um, abandoned houses, and that's where we posted up at because they would be abandoned for months at a time, some years at a time. Um, it was so bad, I remember at one point that they had to put the sheriff, a little sheriff office branch in there, and they knocked the windows out of that on a weekly basis. It was SWAT teams out, drug bus at 6, 7 in the morning on your way or walking to the, the, the bus stop for middle school, elementary school. You, you were liable to see anything, you know what I mean? It was the show Cops every single day. <laughs> and for anyone to grow up in that environment, survive that environment, you know what I mean? That that creates a bond, you know. Um, you're from this. You made it from this. I made it from this. We're going to be successful because if we can make it out of that situation, we can make it out of anything. <clears throat> and I fast forwarded to, you know, group of friends that I met in Tallahassee, um, that bond was, well, it was, it was set up organically, you know, through a mutual friend. Um, there was a network of guys that we knew each other through one girl, um, Shamilia. Um, shout out to Shamadu. <laughs> that's my dog. But she knew a lot of people and that's how we all met through her, you know, going to different cookouts and events and stuff or whatever. And everyone was on the same wavelength, on the same, you know, spiritual wavelength and, you know, dapping it up and stuff or whatever. But like I say, you know, when you find out that true circle of friends is who's going to ride for you. And once you find that out, that always strengthens the bond. That moment for us came at <clears throat> one of the individual, uh, one of the individuals through a birthday party. And some people came to the birthday party and they were getting rowdy. And mine, I, at the time, I, we all knew each other. We, you know, you knew the name, where you're from. And, you know, we, you know, cordially had been introduced and hung out and stuff, but it wasn't like on that inner connection. But at that moment, you know, it clicked for everyone, you know, this person that threw the party, these other people was in and they was acting like they were going to jump him and beat him up. And me being the type of person that I am, I'm just like, for one, I like to fight. So I'm like, yeah, I'm there. <laughs> and then for two, I actually got a good reason to fight. You know, this is a good dude. I met him through a good person. You're not about to jump this guy at his party without me putting my hands in rotation. So, you know, I did the call, you know, um, such and such is downstairs and he's about to fight. Um, if you with me, let's go. If not, get the hell out of the way. And we went down there and did the thing. And when we was done, like that brotherhood, that bond that was created pretty much lasted to this day um, and to the rest of our lives, you know, because from that moment on, we weren't expecting each other to be there for each other. We wasn't expecting so many people to stand up and, you know, take up for this person. But it happened. 
Why? Because everybody, as I said before, is on the same spiritual lens. It's on the same wavelength. It's on the same mental. So we all see things eye to eye. And from that moment, we started learning, hanging out more, learning more about each other and finding out that we were, you know, pretty much the same spirit, but in different bodies and group form. And that, that, those are my brothers there for life. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter if I've talked with one for a couple of days, a couple of weeks, a couple of months, a couple of years. If I hear something and I hear that they're needed, I'm hopping on that plane. I'm hopping on that road and I'm doing what it takes because I know that's what's going to happen vice versa and that's what you have to look for in bonds and relationships that person that's willing to go all out man like some of the stuff we went through through brotherhood man shit like one person lights getting cut off and you know what you come on crash at my crib my lights get cut off i'm gonna crash at your crib but it's not it's it's not even all about being there for him for that, but it's the respect that also comes with it with like, you know, we're all struggling in this and, and I'm not gonna look at you, oh your lights cut off, what the hell are you doing? I'm just gonna say, Hey, okay, come on, I got you and this we just move forward. Um, a lot of people can't do that. A lot of people, you know, it's ungenuine. And when you start putting up resistance, oh, why your lights off? Why you this? Well, why you that? Well, you know, actions speak louder than words. If it was really about the bond, then there's no need to even know why. <laughs> it's, friends have called me up to do stuff where it's just like, hey, I need you to come here, bring this, and be there at this time. Okay? All right. I got you. That's it. We'll find out later. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's that's real ride-or-die friendship, though. Um, but a lot of it is missed. A lot of it is missed. I've been fortunate enough to meet a lot of people on every level that can see through the bullshit. Um, friends of mine that, you know, you may be a Florida fan, but I see that you're an intelligent Florida State fan, and it's beyond sports. You're a good individual. We're going to build this bond off of you being a good individual, and we have a common rivalry, but that rivalry is not going to soak up the negativity within us and cause us to angst each other you know what i mean i've met people that you know i may be a republican or i may be a democrat but you know i understand both point of views i respect your uh, point of view we're gonna move it forward and then i met people that you know i'm not gonna fall for neither one i'm just gonna sit in the middle because at the end of the day it's two heads of the same snake you know what I mean? But at the end, no matter what your view is, is, as long as you can respect and, you know, keep that positivism going, then what goes out comes back in. Um, and then re religion as well. That's one of the most beautiful things I've seen, you know, Muslims, uh, even certain Christians and Buddhists and uh, many other religions congregate uh, in meetings and be friends and have deep conversations on things and it's just exploring your individuality, exploring your own spiritual journey through other people's experiences. And it's not to say that I'm trying to change who you are, change your view on things or anything, but you just find a common ground where you can both relate on a common topic and no matter what your religion is, they pretty much have the same basic principles to them. And there's good and bad in everything. A lot of people say, oh, religion is bad. Well, you know, 
It just shows the less you know. The more you know about all the more, you'll know that they all pretty much preach the same temple, uh, the same principles, uh, the same templates to success. So there really is no, it's just different flavors of the same soup. You know what I mean? Um, whether it's the epic of creation or the Genesis or uh, whatever ancient document you're looking at is, you know, it's as long as it's love there, you know, a lot of people look at me and wonder, you know, how I was able to be so successful in situations where, you know, it may be a rival or a gang that's rivaling each other or neighborhoods or sets that don't get along with each other. But I'm able to walk across both sides of the line because I keep it real. I keep it 100 and I keep it positive, you know. I'm not out trying to do people harm. I'm not out trying to bring bad karma into this world that's going to bounce back on me. You know what I mean? Anything bad that I did, I had a reason for. I wasn't a pit bull off the chain just biting people. I was more like that little chihuahua that knows precisely where to bite you at on the ankle because you stepped on his toe last week you know <laughs> like everything i did it has a specific reason or retaliation or principle for um a lot of people miss that and when you're out there just spreading bad karma spreading bad energy it bounces back and it could hinder your success most importantly it could hinder your evolution because to me evolution is success a lot of people put success into material things but material things come and go um 100 years from now people may not ever have known what a gucci bag is all of them could be deteriorated and you know um, broken down organically decomposed and there's nothing left but to you right now that's the whole world you know what i mean you have to look in a certain context like that you know uh, look at it and what you want to achieve with the time that you have here because time has a limit and that's no matter who you are no matter how old or how young you are um whether your limit is a hundred days from now or 50 years from now um you should live like your limit is about to expire the next hour or at the end of the day because that very well could be the situation as well. So just watch the bonds, watch the relationships. Don't let some fictitious plot or some fictitious team entity goal or reason hinder you from breaking certain bonds with people um, because you never know when you're going to need that person. You never know when that person's going to need you. Um, you never know if you and that person together is meant to spark something that the next person needs to catapult them to bring society up to a, a certain level. You just never know. Um, and then, you know, be positive. Like I always say, if I were to pick one religion, it would be positivism. No matter what, I look at the plus and try to keep things positive because that's what I want coming back to me. 
the moment you start moping and being negative, it, it could just be moping about it. Say, oh, I won't get that job. I'm not going to get that car. I'm not good enough for this. You're pretty much setting, plotting your life out with just saying stuff like that. Um, it gets in your head. It gets in your mind. gets in your soul. And you are as good as doing what you think you're good at doing. Um, good example could be Kanye West. Phenomenal producer, but starting out as a rapper, yeah, not so much. But his confidence was in himself, heavenly. And, you know, he, that didn't stop him from continue writing music along with producing. That didn't stop him from trying to get his individual artist career lifted. And he kept going and kept going until, you know, he finally did it. Um, R.P. Nipsey Hussle, his whole basis was the marathon. You know what I mean? Um, he even said himself, it's not that he's better than the next man. It's just that he never quit. He kept pushing. Uh, and that's his whole outlook on things. It's a marathon. You, you, it's not a 40 yard dash. It's not a four by 100. It's not a frog race. It's a marathon and it continues. It goes on and on and on. Um, you look at how much, what separates Kevin Hart from the rest of the comedians out there and in the past. Cause I'd be the first to say I love him to death, but he's not the funniest. Uh, not the funniest comedian to ever do it, but when you look at the work he put in, oh, I could definitely call him the most hardworking. And that hard work is what brings so much success to him. You know what I mean? Um, and that's not to say that he's not funny. I love him. Kevin Hart, funny as hell. But you know what I mean? It's the same concept um, that I brought up with Nip, the marathon, continually going. Um, that's something that after his death, I really looked into and, and, and I can really hook, line and sink or take a part of and, and induct into my life in the way that I construct things. You know what I mean? A lot of things that I've kind of set to the side, I want to pick up and keep running with right now, because at the end of the day, it's about that marathon. It's about never quitting. It's about always pursuing, reaching that next level, uh, gaining that next aspect of success that you need to achieve um and you can't do it alone no matter what your purpose or your goal or, or what you're doing you can't do it alone um you're gonna need help you're gonna need to build those relationships um, build those bonds build those connections because it's much as you need help, other people need help as well. And the more you help each other, it's a seesaw effect that'll, you know, help you all rise to the top. Well, anyway, that's just me talking, you know, putting it out there for you guys. Uh, be on the lookout. I'm going to have a, another one coming soon. Uh, we got our Platinum Talk podcast that's going to be dropping another one soon. Uh, me and my wife, we have our podcast that we'll be dropping another one soon. And it could be a Facebook Live out there. You know, I know y'all want to see my face every now and then. Put ourselves out there just a little bit, bit, bit. <laughs> but anyways, um, peace, blessings to you, to whoever's listening. Um, I want you to be successful in 2020. Have a 2020 clear vision. Uh, whatever you want to do, just pick it out and do it. It's just a 
Uh, a lot of people want to know how people got X, Y, and Z done. Well, they just decided they wanted to do it and then did researched and, and, and surpassed every step that it took to do it. And you can't think that it's going to happen overnight. You got to be in there for the long run, for the marathon, you know. Just stick to it. Um, one foot after the other. Keep running. All right, man. It's your boy Gangsterville signing off. Um, you know where to holler at me at. Um, Facebook, G-A-I-N-S-T-A-V-I-L-L-E. Also, Twitter, MySpace, all of that. Same spelling of the name. You can look me up. Follow me. I'll follow you. And let's do what it do. Peace.